Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. 803 in the AM, Baltimore's Big Bad Morning Show on the fan. You got something for us, Jeremy Conn? Yeah, it's 903. Why you got us working an extra 903 in the AM? Damn, Rob. Two tickets to see Leonard Skinner and ZZ Top at Jiffy Lube Live, courtesy of Live Nation. Tickets are on sale now. Caller number 5-410-583-1057. Thank you very much. Joining us right now, courtesy of the WGK Law Guest Hotline from CBSSports.com, he is Jerry Palm. Good morning to you, Jerry. Morning. How are you guys? Doing well. Doing well. We know that the uh, college football playoff rankings come out tonight, but we also know that Jordan Travis is down and he's out for the year. Did Jordan tra- did the uh, Florida State Seminoles national championship playoff chances go away with the injury to Jordan, tra- uh, Jordan Travis? Well, it depends on what they do. Um, no, they don't automatically go away. The committee's not going to say Jordan Travis isn't playing. Uh, even though Florida State might be undefeated at the end of the year, if he's not playing, we're not taking him. Um, they'll let Florida State show what it can do without him uh, before they make that decision, and they have time to do that. So, um, so far, the backup led Florida State to 58 points in a come-from-behind win over North Alabama. <laughs> that's what we know about him so far. Um, that's not much, maybe, because it's North Alabama, but – you know, better tests are ahead, and we'll find out. And if Florida State, you know, isn't, you know, if the drop-off is too big and they start losing games, then it, it takes care of itself. And if they keep winning games, if they're undefeated, they're going to the playoffs. Mm. But that was going to be true with or without Jordan Travis. If they if they don't win all their games, they're not going to the playoffs. With Jordan Travis, without Jordan Travis, doesn't matter. Still have to win all their games. What what happens to the loser of the Michigan Ohio State game this weekend? Is are they going to drop probably out? Probably the, the probably the Orange Bowl to play an ACC team. Uh, it's going to be hard in this environment with this many good teams, uh, even with games still being played against each other mm-hmm. among this group. It's going to be hard for a team that doesn't win its conference to get into the playoff. Mm. Now, as you start to look at so. It is. How, how do you feel about the how it stacks up right now? Like, um, if you had to pick four out of this group, do you have a definitive four? Or are you kind of uh, still a little unsure? Because well, if I were good, if I were going to pick, you know, without seeing the rest of the games, if the season ended today, mm-hmm. I don't know how you don't go with two Big Ten teams. You know, the it'd be for me Georgia, Michigan, Ohio State, and Washington. Um, I think the committee should have put Washington ahead of Florida State two weeks ago because their schedule's better. And, and they had been picking up ranked wins three straight weeks. They've beaten ranked teams. Yeah. So it, it's, it was good. You know, the, the, the problem for the committee now is that they're going to move Washington ahead of Florida State this week based on merit. And it has nothing to do with Jordan Travis. And everybody will think it has something to do with Jordan Travis. And they should have done it earlier. But that, not because they knew Jordan Travis was going to get it. I mean, who knew that? Yeah. They, they had earned it before this week. They earned it again this week. Um, 
you know, it's, the the timing is kind of unfortunate and we're talking about playoff seed. We're not talking about whether or not you get in because this committee is not leaving out a major conference undefeated team. Here with uh, Jerry Palm, CBSSports.com. Jerry, I know it's a week behind us and it's somewhat old news, but we haven't heard anything. It got buried. What happened at Texas A&M after a huge blowout? You know, you, you fire a coach you owe $70 million to. What, what really happened in College Station? Yeah, it's, well, I mean, they weren't getting the results they wanted and beating Mississippi State was not going to change that. So they had, I think, already made the decision to do it. They weren't going to fire him on a, like a Thursday before a game, so they waited till after the game. But it, the, the result obviously didn't matter. It's all the results before that. Um, I just, you know, I, I, I marvel at the stupidity of giving coaches contracts like this. It's just, unless you're Nick Saban, I mean, really, who's earned a contract like that? And even him, you know, that's a lot of money. Um, you know, and it's, and for A and M, you know they're chasing something. You know, this isn't like some once you know dominant program that's trying to find itself again. These guys have always been what they are: good, not necessarily great, maybe moments of greatness, but they haven't won a national championship since what the thirties. You know, it's this is not it's, so they're they're chasing something to make them better than what they've been. Um, but I don't think just throwing a ton of money at a coach is necessarily going to solve that problem. And they obviously didn't get the right guy, and it's a very, very expensive bet. And it's more than the $77 million they're going to give Jimbo Fisher after all is said and done. I think it's going to cost him $150 million to, for a new coaching staff. How many coaches are they going to pay not to coach? <laughs> That's yeah, an amazing yeah. place. I need to get a job where I get paid not to coach. I mean, I'd love that. What about – I mentioned Michigan-Ohio State. Georgia plays Alabama this weekend. Yep. Uh, no, two weeks. The two, the two weeks? Yeah, yeah that's right. Game. Yeah. Um, so that come, it's on the horizon. So, I, you know, what happens there? I mean, I'm just so curious. It seems like it's Georgia and, like, everybody else that kind of – there's a lot of good teams hovering around the, the, you know, the CFP you know, f- rankings. That's why it's going to be hard for a team that doesn't win their league to get in. Yeah. Because all, all these champions are going to be either undefeated or 12-1. and one. And, you know, if, you're, if you've got one loss and you didn't win your league, and winning the league, I mean, the committee's not sitting there to pick the four best conference champions, and obviously we've seen teams that didn't win their league get into the playoff. But if that's a tiebreaker kind of thing and you've got – half a dozen one-loss teams and a couple of them won their league, it's a, pre- it's a pretty obvious tiebreaker, right? Yeah. You know, if, if Oregon beats Washington, you know, Oregon's going to be ahead of Washington, even though they split two games because Oregon won their league. If Alabama beats Georgia, Alabama's going to be ahead of Georgia because they're both 12-1, and one, but Alabama won the league. So, you know, things like that may have more of an impact this year than it has had in the past because of the quality of the teams at the top of college football this year. You've got a ton of undefeated and one-loss teams, and we could have, what, uh, two like two undefeated teams and six one-loss teams for the committee to sort out at the end. In an unenviable job, but when you have conference champions and that's part of your criteria as in a kind of tiebreaker type of way, I mean, it helps, <laughs> you know. And you have head-to-head results. You know, you've got Alabama beating Georgia. You've got Oregon beating Washington, although they beat each other. You've got Texas winning at Alabama. Still the best win anybody has will end up the season as the best win anybody has. So, but Texas has got to get, you know, to 12-1 and one as well. 
Hey, Jerry, what about USC? Is Riley on the hot seat, in your opinion, and, and what went wrong there? I mean, their defense looked like trash most of the year. Well, uh, no, he'll get another year to fix the defense and see what happens. They've got too much talent, um, especially on the defensive side of the ball, to be that bad. Yeah. I mean, that's just there's just no excuse. The offense should not have to score 50 points and hope that's enough to win. That's a lot of pressure on an offense. Um, even a very talented offense like that one is, but it show and it also shows the quality of the, of that league. You know, the USC if the if the Pac-12 wasn't as good, it wouldn't matter. But the Pac-12 has got half a dozen pretty good teams, and USC couldn't beat any of them because that they just couldn't play defense. And and these other teams, you know, they may not be great defensively, but they're competent. And USC isn't even that. Jerry Palm, CBSSports.com. Jerry, what are you working on right now? It's actually college basketball scores. <laughs> I, did, I, did, I did my football playoff rankings last night, yeah. and so now I don't really have much football stuff to do until they actually come out. But, uh, um, yeah, it's, uh, so now I'm catching up on basketball. Hey, man, I'm, I'm watching. I'm enjoying that afternoon basketball today. I already have my, my day planned with me. Yeah, the Maui Invitational is loaded, man. It is. <laughs> you you got the, the semifinals are set up so that a team in the top Seven of the polls is going home with two losses in the next two days. Jeez. Uh, it didn't used to be like that. Jerry, you are the man, and we hope to get you back on college basketball when it heats up. All right, thanks. Thank you. 410-583-1057. That's the number. Uh, Monday Night Football, big matchup. Eagles beat the Kansas City Chiefs. Did your opinion change of last night's loser? We'll talk about that at 930. Breaking news in the NFL. The Steelers for the Steelers fans, though, you put the word in, finally, fire Matt Canada, <laughs> offensive coordinator for the Steelers. Wow. Finally gone. Yeah. But on the other side is Jeremy Kahn's daily line. Maybe the Steelers' line of change because Matt Canada's gone. Mm, may, uh, <laughs> could it go up? Anyway, like, so I'm going to go over yesterday's slate. I went one and four in my top plays, but I didn't feel like I was really off. You know, So we'll, we'll talk about it. I'll explain what I'm saying. Um, I loved yesterday's slate, and you can see how sometimes things can backfire and how you can be really close and not get it done. I'll explain it. Um, and then look at today, because tonight there's a ton of college basketball all day. You heard Jerry Palm allude to it. A little bit of college football, a little bit of NBA. No NHL tonight? Or did I miss that? I don't know. If, like, I was looking at this. It's Tuesday. It, yeah, I just I was looking at uh, one of my sites and didn't have any NHL That's, games up. But No. No, wow. no games today. That's I just thought so that was, unusual. Yeah, exactly. I, I thought my site was messed up. I went to another site to click no, on it. How is this? That Wednesday is loaded. Me. I did. I asked you. Ed just answered. Okay. He was just being aggressive. I was looking down. You see that? He guy just thinks I'm talking to him. Sorry, Ed. We're going to the liquor store. We'll be back. Liquor. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. 
Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The fan wants to hear from you. Text the Plaza Ford text line. 410-583-1057. The Big Bad Daily Line. Sponsored by FanDuel. FanDuel is America's number one sportsbook. From the money line to the point spreads to player props, make every moment more with FanDuel Sportsbook. Official sports betting partner of the NFL. 105.7 The Fan. Snap to Mahomes, retreating. He's unloading it long. He's got Valdez Scantling, and he cannot hang on to the ball. He drops the ball in the end zone. A deep post pattern. The Chiefs had it. And Valdez Scantling on a deep post had the deep safety beat. And Valdez Scantling drops the ball at the one-yard line. That's courtesy of the Chiefs radio network. That was one that just kicked me right in the pills. Um... Last night, as I talked about, I went one and four in my top plays, so I'm not happy about it. Uh, I had the under in the Calgary game that lost. It, what was that? Overtime or shootout? They lost four to three. Um, and uh, the only game that I got, yeah, four to three in overtime, which sucks. Uh, we also lost the Knicks and Wolves. It was finished at 217. I had it at 213 and a half. Knicks barely got to 100 points, but it went over the total, so it didn't work out. My lock last night was the Chiefs. You guys saw that. All the drops, the fumbles. But yeah, it sucks. And it and one of the worst parts is telling everybody, hey, I think we were on the right side of it. it just doesn't matter. It's not how it finished. And the one that really hurt me was the Indiana-Louisville game. I don't know why Louisville waited so long to start fouling. They literally let them run 20 seconds off the shot clock and then started fouling, like intentionally, and then stopped. And then they ran the clock out. So we just we didn't get the opportunity we wanted at the end of the game for the fouls to possibly get you over. Um, you were hoping you weren't going to need it, uh, but they did have some, there were some scoreless streaks in there. And the game that I hit was the Dallas Stars. Talked about the Bucks and Wizards. That went over. Gave away Tennessee at 2.30. That hit. Uh, but not a great night for me. So where do we look to bounce back tonight? And tonight's a weird night too because we get two matching games in college football. Um, and I like both. I like Western Michigan plus the points against Bowling Green. And I like Eastern Michigan and Buffalo to go under 35 and a half. What is going on in the NFL and college football that we have 35? There's another 27 and a half total this week. Iowa's playing again. 27 and a half. In a football game, we can't get four freaking touchdowns between two teams? Are you kidding me? That's what we have. And then we got it here. 35 and a half between EMU and Buffalo. And I'm telling you to take the under. So it just feels kind of silly right just i mean these these games have been ridiculous when we look at them um especially with some of the final scores and how many games have gone under so it's been really weird but um a couple of things we have one of the we have the highest total in the nba tonight on the season and i'm gonna tell you to take the over really yeah this is crazy i i was waiting for the the line literally just came across the wire for me uh, as i refreshed let's go to college basketball i like middle tennessee state minus one and a half against uab I like, um, oh, there's a big game. I'll get to that one in a second. Fresno minus four and a half against New Mexico State. 
There's two huge games tonight, one of which I do like. I like Tennessee to knock off Purdue. Tennessee plus two and a half. I think they're going to give them fits with the pressure that they put on them. And I understand what, what Edie can do, but I like the athleticism of this Tennessee team. They're going to front you. They're going to be physical. You know, at the SEC travels, that physicality is going to go there to the Big Ten or to face the Big Ten. And I think Purdue's playing for that championship at the Mount, or I'm sorry, Tennessee's playing for that championship at the Maui Invitational against the winner of, uh, who is that, Marquette and Marquette's like the number four team in the country, right? Really good team. Like, this tournament's loaded. And I like Gonzaga to go over with Syracuse, over 160 and a half. It looks like a high total. It is. But uh, yesterday, bad pick by me. I had Gonzaga's over. I liked it a lot, and it looked like the pace was going to get there. But they, they had some scoring streaks or scoreless streaks is what I should say uh, in that game. But over 160 and a half, I think, is a really good play. So in the NBA, I'll do the total last because it'll be my favorite play of the day. This is just ridiculous. The Lakers minus seven and a half against the Jazz. Lakers are a good team. Jazz, terrible defensive team. This is, a, this is a game where the Lakers should be able to get it done and handle business at home. I also feel the same way about Philly. Cleveland played um, yesterday, and now you get to go to Philly and play them. Philly's favored by seven and a half, and I like Philly. So I like two seven and a half point favorites in the NBA. Lastly, Indiana plays at the fastest pace in the league. It's not like they're just, it's move, it's go, go, go. Get the ball, go. They're getting shots up with, you know, 18 seconds left on the shot clock, and they're just running. The pace of play is so outrageous that when people see sticker shock of 251 and a half when they're playing the Hawks, 251 and a half. That was higher than some of the All-Star games they used to have. I mean, that's yep. crazy. So Atlanta and Indiana, this game is going to go over the total. I think it's an absolute shootout. A shootout. Everybody's in play here with Trey Young, DeJounte Murray, Tyrese Halliburton, any of the bigs from Atlanta. Like, Capella should go off. Okongwu should go off. I mean, this is just... This is one of those smash spots for DFS. Um, and I talk about spots like this, too. If you like it to go over, you should be mixing and matching some uh, player props in there as well with a total this high because you know there's going to be scoring. So why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you mess around with some of the stars to see if they get over their total parlay with the over? I, I think those are all great plays and things you can get to. Um, but, yeah, that Indiana-Atlanta over. And I like Tennessee a lot in college hoops would be my two favorite plays of the day. So there you go, Rob. There we go. 410-583-1057. That's the number. Joe LaCroix's on court at 945, but on the other side, Kansas City lost last night's Monday Night Football matchup. Does that uh, make you change your mind a little bit about them? Baltimore's Big Bad Morning Show on the fan. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 9.33 in the a.m., Baltimore's Big Bad Morning Show on the fan. Monday Night Football last night was scheduled to be, was 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 
promoted to be the headliner of the week. It was a very good game. I loved the game. Low scoring, a lot. I think a lot more, a lot less score than most people originally thought, Jeremy. But I was cool with that because it didn't look like two offenses that were struggling as much as it looked like two defenses that were just playing pretty good basketball. I mean, pretty good football. I mean, I thought the offenses were. I mean, there were too many drops by Kansas City and their wide receivers. Um, and I like not to dismiss what Philadelphia was doing. But there were a couple of times where their secondary just looks, it looks questionable at best, and they have big names there. So, yeah, I didn't like last night's game because of the outcome. I mean, I, obviously, but um, yeah, when you look at the game though, like Philly did everything they had to do in the second half. Tush push, brotherly shove, whatever the hell you want to call it. Looks like an unstoppable play. Um, but I have more questions about both of those teams coming out of the game than I do. Really? Yeah. Because I, I still think they both have issues. Kansas City on offense and Philly on defense. It, I had similar takeaways. I just I, I think what stood out to me the most was, and I've been suspicious of this all season, is that Kansas City's offense has really taken a step back. Um and it had been, we're talking about, I've kind of seen glimpses of it. And then last night, I'm like, huh. I, I think the best player in that offense, I mean, other than Mahomes as a quarterback, is Pacheco. That guy's it's just intense. Really. Yeah, Chiefs fans talk about him as like, what is it about him in the first quarter that he comes out like he's shot out of a cannon just yeah. running into guys? <laughs> like, run around him. He's running. No. He's, 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 runs, he's angry. He runs angry. Yeah. But I, I guess that's kind of you know my takeaway is that we thought the Chiefs were invincible for so many years, and they, they were pretty much. But now I think they're you know they're a very good team, but they've definitely have, you know have an Achilles heel. I think their their second half scoring has been terrible, which I didn't realize until you brought up those stats today. I, I kind of thought so, but when I heard the uh, yeah, the worst in the league, five point nine points per game in the second half for the Kansas City Chiefs, yeah. ranked dead last in the league. Hard to believe. See, here's the thing, though. I mean, you look at this this Kansas City team, and uh, going to Pacheco, you talk about how hard he runs. That actually scares me, Ed. Because that reminds me, it was the running back to play for Dallas. Ezekiel Elliott? No, the guy that had the long dreads. Oh, Marion Barber? Marion Barber. Guys like that that run violently like that, mm-hmm. Jeremy, they don't last long. No. They don't last long at all. So that's one of the things that scares me about him when he comes out like that. I know he is trying to build, make a name for himself. He's trying to you know, be a ferocious runner. But those guys normally, Jeremy, don't last very long. Didn't he just die? Marion Barber, he just passed away. I think he did recently. Yeah, yeah, man, it's a sad story too. Like he was, I loved him at Minnesota, uh, it, University of Minnesota, when he was running coming out of college. But yeah. you're right, there's a lot of guys in this league that um, run upright. I mean, Eddie George is one of those guys too. He just took a pounding he for did. the style of play that he had, and it's it sucks too because when they hit that wall, you like blink and they're done, and you're going, oh my god, what happened to him? He's not the running backs people, are like that though. People oh, are talking about Derrick Henry like that this year. Yeah, all, all of a sudden, say, whoo, you fell off a cliff. Yeah, it does make you wonder though too if the, if the Ravens had made that move for Derrick Henry. I mean, is that like new life for him? Is he coming here? Is he rejuvenated? Playing, but I think he played better. But you know, after Keaton Mitchell's first game, nobody was talking about it. it was like, oh, it's good we didn't make that move. But you know, when you look back at last night's game, I, I do think both those teams are going to come away going, okay, we got some things we have to fix. But for the Eagles, they're in a better situation. 410-583-1057. That's the number. Baltimore's Big Bad Morning Show. On the fan, Ed Norris, Rob Long, Jeremy Kahn. So do you think anything differently? Do you think less about the uh, the Chiefs now, Ed? I would say less. That kind of confirmed what I thought. I think, they, you know, they're one of the best teams in football, but they're not, you know, the, the 
the best team clearly anymore. Um, I think that came out. I mean, it just you know they they're human. You see, throwing to be a pick in the red zone. You know, your star tight end fumbles in the red zone. Um, they they made some they made some errors. Obviously, the drop pass for you know would change the game. Um, but I didn't change my opinion drastically. I just kind of come to the feeling that hey, Ravens may be better than them right now. Have, have you guys <laughs> looked at the Eagles' schedule? Yeah, Why? see who they play. It's a. It, <laughs> It's well, a tough schedule coming up. Well, got coming Dallas, up. San Francisco, in the past. No, no, no. I'm saying now. Like, so they, no, you're what you're saying. They get Buffalo next week. Yeah. Not an easy game. Then San Francisco. Then Dallas. Then Seattle. And then the finish of their season, they get the Giants, the Cardinals, the Giants. So you'll be, be okay at the end of the year. But they, they might even be able to, depending on how they want to stack it up, ride into the, you know, get their bye, set everything up uh, with those last couple games against the Giants. Not tell you overlook a team, but those last three games they have those teams they they should blow those uh, those two teams out in the three games. Four ten five eight three one zero five seven. That's the number. Baltimore's Big Bad Morning Show on the fan. Um, that is uh, that's telling. That schedule is coming up. It's telling. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, especially coming off of a road win like that, you needed that because you could a loss last night. Jeremy could put them in a tailspin. Could have with, with the schedule you have coming up. Yeah, look. I, I'm interested to see the 49ers game. With the the way that people talk about, um, you know, the the Eagles having some revenge with the Chiefs last night and they right. knocked them out of the Super Bowl. We can go back to it and say the NFC Championship. 49ers weren't happy. They lost Brock Purdy. Things didn't go their way, and they still say if we had our quarterback, things would be different. Okay, well now you get to see him. It's a regular season game. It's in Philly. I think the 49ers have a better makeup. I just didn't like that they lost three games in a row. I think the 49ers are the best team in football. Um, when all said and done. They're just, I think they're solid on both sides of the ball. And when they're healthy, that's a really tough team. So, and why it, did you put them as number one in your ranking? It's just, it's like they lost three in a row. They've got three mm-hmm. losses. I'm not putting them over the Eagles. They play the Eagles in a couple weeks. And I think, even though I'm feeling that right now, right. that's that's my opinion moving forward is that I think ultimately they're the best team. I think they have, now that they're healthy. I do too. I'm just curious you know. why, if you felt that way, they're. I didn't, like you feel that way now, yeah. you wouldn't have number one. I mean, I put them at number three, even with uh, those three losses over a two two loss Detroit team, um, and I think Detroit's really good. I think people need to start looking at them. Going, I do too. That's a really. You made a great point about them finding a way. Now I don't know if the Bears tried to lose it. I, I'll give them the benefit of the doubt that the coaches weren't trying to lose that game, um, but that the Lions came back and found a way to win it. It's pretty impressive on that last drive. Jared Goff looked really good. Yeah. So. So we'll see. I, but I think we're, you know, I don't know what the first round of the playoffs are going to look like. It's probably going to be ugly. But I think once we get to that second round and AFC, NFC championship, we're going to have some pretty good games. Yeah. Let's hope so. What deserves an encore? Joe knows. Also, find out what we learned today. It's all on the fan. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the encore for the day. 410-583-1057 is the number. Let's go out to get uh, Hubie in Baltimore. What's up, Hubie? Good morning, fellas. Good morning. I have a quick comment and a statement. Uh, the Chiefs losing, that's a plus for the Ravens of giving them a glimpse of hope of hosting a conference championship. But this one is for Ed Norris. He's spot on when it comes to uh, crime stopping and speaking on the uh, assistant United States attorney, Jonathan uh, Paul Looney case, right? I believe that's going to come on 2020 in the episode. But when he speaks about uh, 
having Larry David, man, do a skit on Maryland football. <laughs> people to come to Maryland. Come on, man. That's yeah, not going to curb no one's enthusiasm that's under 25. <laughs> Where'd you go? You get go. It. But he's spot on when it comes to crime stopping. Hey, man, thanks a lot, Hubie. Appreciate the call. Well, the Larry David thing was a joke, obviously. I know people take it very seriously. <laughs> I love the fact that he did a reference, though. I Not did. I curb did anybody's enthusiasm. <laughs> I know. He was good. <laughs> I love Larry David. I do. Um, yeah, I mean, it's it's Maryland football, especially. I think Maryland basketball. I think we all agree. I'm, I'm with Joe. Maryland basketball is my favorite team. It's my favorite college basketball team. Maryland football has never been my favorite college football team. <laughs> I like I love Mike Loxley. Mike Loxley has me uh, closer to Maryland football than I've ever been because he's there. But I, there's never Jeremy been a team of mine. It's just habit. Yeah, I mean, I guess for me, like I, I made my statement, earlier. and I want him to be not growing up like necessarily rooting for colleges and things like that. Like when I was in um, high school, it was kind of like the in thing to to be a, a Miami fan, right? Everybody had the Hurricanes gear on, wearing it, the U, this and that. I think a lot of people had that, then uh, and some FSU stuff. Then the Michael Vick thing started, mm-hmm. and then you have Virginia Tech fans out of nowhere. So, um, yeah, for me, I, I never really had the colleges I rooted for. And once I became, you know, once I got into gambling, it changed everything. Just kind of how you view games. Um, and now I wouldn't say I have a favorite team. I have teams that I root for that I like. Uh, but other than that, it's just like, hey, I'm betting against you. <laughs> Either way, it doesn't matter. Yeah. I agree. I mean, I, it's, it's from a gambling standpoint, if I was a big, you know, better than a lot of betting. just kind of takes away some of the bias. It does. It makes it a little easier. Like, so so what is you like with football then? Well, so it's it's more difficult. Like, I'm a Mavs fan. I'm an Orioles fan. I'm a Ra- I, I pull for the Ravens now. I don't have, like, an NFL team per se, but I pull for the Ravens. Um, but it just makes it easier not to get biased. And with the Orioles, there's so many games. That's why I said if I'm not I, – I, I was being honest with, with people when it came down to it. When it comes down to the postseason, if I like the other side, I may not bet against them in the postseason because I don't want to root for that. I may just not bet the game and hope that Orioles. I would have been wrong. Yeah. So you're closer to the Orioles than any team? Than any other team. Not It's not even close. Because that's what I grew up with. It's kind of like... It's, Same here. And, and I think, like, I'm not blaming my parents for their fandom. My dad liked the Steelers growing up. You right. know, we're, we're somehow related to the Lamberts. My grandmother was a Lambert. So, like, Jack Lambert. So I bought my dad a Jack Lambert jersey for... His father uh, was a mother. Yeah, and his mother was a mother. His mother was a mother? Yeah, his mother was a mother. Uh, so things like that, though, I you know, it, and I think, like, Ed, some of your rooting interests, does that come from your father, too? Did he root for those teams, or did it change? Oh, he's a rabid Mets fan. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely, positively. Um, was not a hockey fan. I had to beg him to take him to Ranger games, but it's still, <laughs> <laughs> he did buy me my Ranger jersey and skates when I was a kid and indulged in my hockey love. But, yeah, yeah. you do. You definitely, I think, have been – Buy what your parents root for. And when I, and here was yeah, when I moved here, because Jack was an infant, he's about eight months old, and all he knows is Ravens. And or you know that's how I and I got treated so well by Mr. Modell that I just loved the team, so I became a Ravens fan. I think my kids picked up on my fandom. I didn't pick up on my parents' fandom. Yeah, no, my dad didn't like anybody. My mom hated sports. Seriously, that's I mean it's interesting. Cause... I just I just created my own type of following. And uh, I think my kid, my, but my my kids definitely pick up on my fandom. Yeah, because I don't know how many. Th- I remember my brother was on the front page of the Baltimore Sun stealing or what, catching a foul ball next to, I think it was Craig Worthington. 
Um, they had his awful mullet and everything on there. It was just <laughs> terrible. It was a terrible look, but he was so excited. But we would go to Memorial Stadium. We would go to Camden Yards. And, you know, Camden Yards, when it came, like, I was in middle school going into high school at that point in time. So, like, yeah, those were those were really important years, I think, of developing your fandom, including me. And when people ask why I'm a Peyton Manning fan, I started watching college football then. Mm-hmm. And he was on from all the basketball games I would come home from playing on Saturdays. He was always on at 3.30 or 7, uh, where all the SEC teams play when you're yeah. a big name, you know? so And always in the Citrus Bowl. Can't spell citrus without you and T. Yeah, you can't. Graduating, T. Martin won a national championship. Now it's time for you to find out what we learned today. Uh. Did you get? Did you know about that, Jeremy? What is that? That that. You can't spell citrus without U and T. Oh no! I thought you meant the the daily care check in. No, nah, that's not that's, on, that's not on us. Ed Noah, what did you learn? Uh, a couple of things. I mean, today, 1973, Pete Rose was the MVP in the National League. Um, and uh, one closer to home, 1977. What happened in '77? This date, Orioles first baseman Eddie Murray wins AL Rookie of the Year. On this date, man. That's what it said. Later than it is now. Yeah. Season ended before it does, and they still had to wait this long? Yeah. Couldn't make uh, up their mind. Couldn't make their mind up. Such a tie. Um, I learned a couple of sports birthdays today. Stan Musial celebrating a birthday today. The Pearl celebrating a birthday today. Get Ken Griffey checked. Jr. celebrating a birthday today. And Michael Strahan. All celebrating the birthday today. Today is World Television Day, National Gingerbread Cookie Day. You like gingerbread cookies? Yeah, yes. I do. You do? I love ginger anything. Yeah, I like ginger ale. You like ginger people? Yeah, but I don't. I'm not particular. And today is not Thanksgiving, so why does, will today be National Stuffing Day? I don't know. I don't time I think I eat stuffing is on Thanksgiving. I don't think I eat stuffing any other time of the year. I never have it on one day outside that day. I do. Yeah, I have my Wawa turkey bowl like all the time. Oh, that's true, man. I love my Wawa turkey bowl. Shut up, Rob. What you uh, learned today? Um, did you guys hear about the cartoonist they, uh, that was found dead at his home? No. The details are sketchy. <laughs> <laughs> what did zero say to eight? I don't know. Nice belt. That was so stupid, but when you look at it, you're like, oh, my God, that's dumb. That's so dumb. So dumb. <laughs> So dumb. What did the what did the police officer say to the belly button? You're under a vest. <laughs> Israeli police officer. <laughs> You're under a vest. <laughs> I want to start a business selling boat paddles for eighty percent off. But would it be too much of an ordeal? <laughs> <laughs> Lastly, I dig, you dig, we dig. He digs, she digs, they dig. It's not a beautiful poem, but it is very deep. <laughs> so stupid. Uh, the ones today were, I had so many just really bad ones, like, that you, you've probably heard before and went, Ugh. like two cannibals eating a clown, and one of them says, does this taste funny to you? <laughs> you never heard that one? Oh. oh, man. What do you call a seagull that flies over the bay? A bagel. Bagel. <laughs> 
I told you, really bad. Right. Vinny and Haney up next. Have yourselves a safe and wonderful day. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.